You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. And you can find out more about me over on my website, which is mimifootnip.com. I mentioned last week, oh, and by the way, yes, I know the podcast is going up late today, and that's completely my fault. Sorry. Um, I'm still in a quandary about what type of recording stuff I want to get. I mentioned this last week. If you guys have any suggestions um, for like, I don't have space in my house to do like a whole room with like sound tiles and all of that, but maybe something portable, um, you know, not professional, but a step up from what I'm doing now would be great. I really want this podcast to... I want the quality of the audio to really reflect the love and care that I put into it and that you, the community, puts into it with all your emails and support on the on Patreon. I want to thank my patrons. Um, that's a really important part of this podcast to me, uh, our, our, is our community here with Matt, John V, Jim, Riker, DBM, Not a Golfer, MF, Rayshawn, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Havayana's Fan, Austin Joe, and DL. I want to thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast. I'm going to read a story today that was sent in by a listener and... I will get right into that as soon as we are back from a quick break. All right, we're back from our break and we're going to jump in with an email. It says, this is from Tevin and it says, Hiya Mimi, your favorite footboy is back to irritate the ever loving fuck out of you in another sexy, fine story about fucking with your feet, but this time with a magical, supernatural, haunting twist. Last week's podcast, August 18th, 2022, where you had mentioned a what-if scenario of your car not starting in a supermarket parking lot and a woman coming over to assist you. The woman mentioned that she gets turned on by her car not starting and invite you onto her passenger seat so she can watch you get your car started. This situation has inspired another story starring you, lovely, Thank you for that. As usual, go ahead and share this on the podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get sexy. All your life, you've been plagued, harassed, and haunted by the foot fetish ghost, me. A series of bizarre experiences that involve the sensation of your feet getting fondled by the hands of some invisible being. It's something you've never been able to control, explain, or comprehend. You just had to roll with it all these years. You wouldn't dare tell anyone about these mysterious occurrences. I mean, who would buy this freaky shit? Besides, that would be a pretty fucked up situation to explain to some professional who would lead me to be committed in some loony bin. So just put my big girl pants on and just deal with it. Some instances are more intense than others. Some instances last for hours and some only last for a few minutes. A lot of instances make your blood boil. You've cursed and screamed out loud in the middle of public places and that's gotten you a lot of unwanted. You've angrily kicked off shoes that's left dents in your walls and cracks in your windows. You furiously slammed on the brakes in the middle of the street while driving to get this 
thing to stop fondling your feet while driving. In a nutshell, the foot fetish ghost doesn't give a flying motherfuck about your situation. It's only motivation. Feet. You've been doomed all these years. You even remember high school, freshman year, the very first incident. When it all started to happen out of nowhere. Let's go back in time. (laughs) Freshman year in the school library. It's crowded as it's finals week. Both your flipped, flopped feet are relaxed on the carpeted floor. You are deep in your biology book when you feel the sensation of hands groping the backs of your heels. You whip your head around to see what perverted asshole is screwing with you this time. No one anywhere near you. You have said, you have said table completely to yourself. You go back to studying. After a few minutes, you feel fingertips tickling your bare soles. This makes you jump, dip your head under the table, then audibly say, okay, dipshit, I've had the fuck enough. The bookworms, a table across from you, give you an obnoxious, obnoxious, shh. All you do is stare daggers their way. In one final attempt to continue studying, you dive back into your biology book and out of nowhere your flip-flops fly off to the other side underneath the elongated table. Fuck me, you say with a loud gasp. One of the bookworms at the end of the table snaps back and loud whispers, Has it ever occurred to you to shut the hell up? Has it ever occurred to you to fucking eat my ass, you fire back with? You slam the biology book closed, shoved it in your backpack, barefooted across the carpeted floor to the other side of your table, snatch up your flip-flops, and storm out of the library. You are frustrated and freaked out. You start examining your feet as you reach the cement on the ground outside. You recall sophomore year in Mrs. Ellington's history class when you had gotten used to some occurrences and learned to just kick your sandals off during class time so they don't go flying into somebody's face. And that's all you need is for some tight-ass principal to be all in your face over something that wasn't even your doing. Fuck off with that shit. The foot fetish ghost even knows how to untie shoelaces and remove sneakers. That time in gym class where the foot fetish ghost undid your laces and made you run out of your shoes exposing your socks is a memory that makes you want to put a crossing guard in the face for no reason. Sorry punch a crossing guard in the face for no reason the foot fetish ghost has become a level 10 expert at trying your patience and beyond mrs ellington was mid-lecture about the louisiana purchase and your feel fingers squeezing in between all of your toes this stuns you several inches out of your chair with a loud holy hell the entire class whips their heads into your direction In a stunned silence, you could hear a mouse fart. Annoyed, Mrs. Ellington addresses you. Is there a problem, Mimi? Uh, no, no, not at all, Mrs. Ellington. I apologize. May I continue with the lecture, if that's okay with you? Yes. I'm sorry. Don't interrupt my class again. All you can do is just sit in your seat, boiling mad at the invisible entity at your feet, ruining your life. Junior year was a real son of a whore. 
Mr. Cooper's calculus class, those invisible hands grab a hold of those feet and force you to tap the ground. Both your feet tap simultaneously. Your breathing quickens, trying not to draw too much attention to yourself. Both sandaled feet are tapping faster and faster. You are screaming in your head, please stop, don't do this, please cut this shit. Mr. Cooper is mid-sentence when he abruptly says, what in the world is that? Both your sandaled feet immediately stop tapping the floor and you feel the grip release from both feet. I swear I'm going to catch the person who keeps screwing around. Now cut it out. You kids really do love testing me. Stop pushing me buttons. The class is dead silent. Tears well up in your eyes. All you can do is quietly exhale and look down at those feet. You just don't know what to do anymore. Oh yeah, and then there was the real doozy senior year. Mark Massengale asked you to prom. You were on cloud nine for weeks leading up to prom. You had the most flawless dress and perfect high heel strappy sandals. Oh, and that tidy hairdo. Sexy. The night was one for the books. You and Mark just got done aggressively dancing to You Spin Me Round Like a Record by Dead or Alive. Y'all now are on a dance break sitting at one of the elongated tables, just the two of you. Y'all clink your cups of soda having a good old time when you get that feeling down below the knees. That feeling you know too damn well. That feeling that you are well acquainted with. Those invisible hands. You suddenly spit out your soda and slam both high-heel-clad feet on the gymnasium floor. This shocks Mark, to say the least. Whoa, there, you okay, good-looking? You can't even look Mark in the eye. Your fingers cover a part of your mouth. You just look down at the table in humiliation. Yeah, I'm okay. Forgive me. You feel sick? A little too much spinning round? (laughs) Mark's humor isn't helping at all. You sort of smirk at him. You really are just at a loss for words. This invisible entity is fucking with you on a night you have been waiting for. Those invisible hands continue to fondle away at those throbbing feet. You can actually feel the straps being undone under the table. You aggressively slam your hands on the table, lift up your dress, and quickly unstrap your shoes. You hot-foot it to the gymnasium bathroom barefoot. To say that Mark was perplexed by this is putting it lightly. Once you're in the bathroom, you enter a stall, lock the door, and in a fit of anger, throw your shoes at the wall, screaming, Fuck me! Why the fuck does this fucking happen to me? Okay, relax. It'll pass. It'll pass. It'll pass. You keep repeating this as you rub one foot on top of the other. You rock back and forth on the toilet, hoping this fucking feeling will go away. You return back to the table with Mark, with both your sandals on. Mark quips. So who should we call? The paramedics or an exorcist? You just kind of stare at him blankly. You respond, we don't need to discuss it. I'm okay. Moving on. How about some Pepto? I said, don't talk about it. That's the end of it. There's nothing you're going to do that's going to fix it. Just drop the shit. You regret this. Very day snapping at Mark. You wonder 
to this day why he never called you after you both graduated. He was definitely husband material. These supernatural occurrences just kept happening and happening and happening all the way through college, through your first job, out of college, through hookups, and on one-night stands, through family get-togethers, which brings us back to the present. You are next in line at the supermarket to pay for items. You wear a blue zip-up sweater, white short shorts, accentuating that booty, which you know makes me crazy, and T-shaped Birkenstocks. You randomly catch eyes with sexy, curvy, red-headed woman standing behind you. She looks up at you and down approvingly. You return the long, sensuous stare. You bite your lip, but you try not to let her see it. That'll be 2736, ma'am. The cashier snaps you back into the task at hand. Pay for them items. You ruffle and shuffle through your purse, your cash, and couples. You pull out a few bills and two coupons, taking the total down to 1036. A sultry, sexy voice from behind says, Oh, that's my kind of woman. Super smart and saving her pennies. I'm now kicking myself for leaving my coupons at home. You inspire me, darling. You go so super red in the face with a smile, ten miles wide, and respond with, Oh, yes, <laughs> saving money in this climate is awfully helpful. The tall, curvy redhead in the low-cut top, denim jeans, and slip-on wedge sandals responds with a wink. You then give her an acknowledging smile, gather your bag of items, and you make your way to the parking lot to your 1992 Jeep. You throw your groceries in the back seat, get in the driver's seat, shuffle for the keys, shove that clutch down, put them in the ignition, turn it on, and chug, 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 chug. You exhale with annoyance. Chug, 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 thump, 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 thump. Today would be great. If you could start today, that would be really convenient. Whenever you're done fucking me, please turn the fuck over. Chug, 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 thump, 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 thump. You turn the key and pump the accelerator routinely to no avail. You let us let out a sarcastic laugh, resting your elbows on the steering wheel, placing your forehead in your palms. <laughs> of course, of fucking course. You're going to fuck with me in this blazing hot sun because why wouldn't you, you sadistic fuck? Fuck, come on, fucking turn over. Chug, 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 thump, 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 thump. Your bouncing up and down in the seat becomes more and more exaggerated when all of a sudden comes that feeling. The cranking, pumping, and bouncing stops. There's a moment of silence. You place both Birkenstock-clad feet on the floorboards. Getting emotional, you say, Please do not do this right now. You see this bullshit I am in? Please do not fuck with me right now. Please, just... Just please don't. Both feet tap on the floorboards to try to rid yourself of that feeling. You rest your forehead lightly on the steering wheel while as calmly as possible begging for the foot fondling to go away. Your feet slip out of your Birkenstocks and brush the floorboards with the bottoms of your feet. 
Please leave me alone. Don't do this right now. Not while the goddamn car won't start. This isn't happening. Oh, this isn't happening. This, this is happening. Need some help, darling? The sound of a familiar, sultry voice sounds from the passenger side. It's the sexy redhead who is standing behind you in line at the supermarket. She sees you in your emotional state. Oh, sweetheart, it's all right. I got an F1 pickup truck. She does this to me a lot. I feel for you. Don't let this ruin your day. I'll help you. May I climb aboard? Oh, yeah, sure, thank you. Get in. I, I appreciate it. You look in the mirror to see your tear-stained eyes. Wow, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm such a fucking mess. Don't be, babe. You're only of the human species. You're allowed to have fucked days. You take in the statement and mumble under your breath. <sighs> fucked life is more like it. What's that, babe? Oh, nothing. It's just... <sighs> Exhale. I'm okay. Thank you for being so sweet. Hey, we all need a shoulder to cry on, so let her rip. Let's hear how she sounds. With that, you shove the clutch back down, twist that key, and hold the accelerator all the way down. Oh, no, darling, don't, don't hold it down. You'll never get the son of a bitch started. Turn the key and just give it a little bit of gas. Like this. The sexy redhead stretches out her right leg, then pantomimes pumping the accelerator with her wedge-clad sandal. You observe her example and proceed to mimic her actions. Chug, 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 chug. It starts to catch. You start pumping rapidly. It chugs and dies. Damn it! It cock teases me all the fucking time. Oh, you almost there, babe. Just remember to give it a little bit of gas and when it starts to catch, pump it like a motherfucker. Make love to it, darling. You proceed to take in her instructions. You shove the clutch down, twist that key, the pump passively waiting for that band boy to fire up. But then, after all this progress, the feeling is back. You beat your fist on the horn. Those invisible hands are now pulling on the straps of your Birkenstocks to prevent you from giving it gas. Your foot goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like you and the invisible entity are fighting for the accelerator. Fuck off! It's all right, darling. You almost got it. Oh, you have not the slightest fucking idea. This isn't fucking fair. Come the fuck on. You break free of the invisible grip and punch that bitch of a pedal. The jeep fires the fuck up. You rev it repeatedly, exhales deeply. Jesus fucking Christ, for fuck's sake, I am sick of this shit. Well, I'll just be damned, darling. You sure did show her who's boss. I'm impressed. You can't help but to smile at the sexy redhead's compliments. They give you butterflies. They make you feel seen. Thank you for being so nice to me. You have been so helpful. I don't know how to thank you. Oh, darling, it was nothing. By the way, I'm Donna. Mimi. Pleasure. Donna reaches in her purse, pulls out a card with her name on it, and contacts on it and gives it to you. Here, darling, if you're interested, 
Let's get dinner sometime and we can vent to each other about our, all our car dilemmas. You can't believe it. You scored some damn digits. You are screaming on the inside. Something came of this day. Oh yeah, I'd love to. I will text you. ASAP. Chin up, darling. You'll be okay. Talk soon, I hope. Mwah! She leaves with a wink and a wave. You watch the ever-alluring Donna walk away with this unbelievable confidence and wiggle in her walk. You stare in disbelief as she walks away. And you quietly say to yourself, Thanks for everything, darling. You come to and snap out of it. Looking down at your feet, you take some time to think. You have had it. You cannot take it anymore. You're not going to let this cowardly, invisible bitch dictate your life anymore. You have a plan. You clutch it, reverse it, and speed home. You get home, throw your grocery bag on the counter, kick off your Birkenstocks, and head straight for the pantry. You pull out a big mop bucket. You put a bag of ice from your freezer. You fill the bucket with ice and fill the rest with water. Carrying the bucket to your couch, you take your purse and your phone with you. You pull out Donna's business card and text her the following. Hey, Donna, it's Mimi. Just text you my number so you have it. Talk soon. Now, on to the plan. Your plan is to freeze and drown the foot fetish ghost out for good. You don't even know if it's going to work, but something needs to be done, like years ago. You place the bucket in between your feet. As soon as that feeling comes, submerge those feet into that icy water. See what happens. Now you wait. This is the first time you ever waited for the feeling to happen. Several minutes turn into half an hour. A half an hour turns into an hour. More minutes pass. Time is just ticking away. Then you feel a slight tickle. Without moving an inch of your body, your eyes move slowly to your feet. Your eyes scream out. Don't be shy, asshole. Go ahead and grope them like a pair of tits. Come on, I dare you. I wish you would. Then the feeling of fingers strokes the tops of your feet. You tap your feet to a steady rhythm, seducing the invisible hands to take control. That's it. They're all yours. Do what you want. They're all yours. Keep going. Come on, baby. Then, without warning comes the grip on both feet as if on cue you raise your knees in the air and splash those feet into the sub-zero water both feet are perfectly still in the water the water goes still for a while no activity at all then the water starts to bubble the bubbles multiply in great numbers the entire surface is filled with bubbles you watch this unfold in just amazement your feet perfectly still in the bucket with bubbles up to the brim. After about two minutes of this, the bubbles start to dissipate, literally one at a time. Your eyes try to catch up with each bubble evaporating the blink of an eye. Another few minutes, not only has all the bubbles disappeared, all the ice has melted. It's crystal clear, see-through surface of water in the mop bucket with your feet perfectly planted at the bottom. You stare blankly at the water Nothing seems to be happening. Your feet too numb to feel a thing. Then, sudden slight swirls start forming in the water. They slowly start circling and circling and circling. The circling stops. The outline of a pair of hands appears in the water. You gasp, covering your mouth with both hands in disbelief. You knew exactly what it was. 
the image in the water is the feeling. It's the feeling in physical form. The one thing plaguing you since you were a kid. This is it. This is the first time you've been able to lay eyes on it. You are literally speechless. You gaze at the water, taking in the sight. The image of the hands, amazingly, start to disintegrate. They wave back and forth in the water as if waving goodbye. The hands become less and less visible when finally they are out of sight completely. Both your hands move away from your mouth. Nothing left in the water but your feet. You raise your legs, lifting your dripping feet out of the bucket. Both feet still incredibly numb. Never have you seen water so clear. It was at that moment you knew that the feeling was gone. It was really over. You can't describe it. Something was telling you, like a sixth sense. The feeling is no longer. After all these years, it is now gone forever. Never to bother you ever again. Never have you ever felt the relief that you felt in that moment. The overwhelming emotion. You beat this thing. You beat it. You saw before your own eyes your worst enemy disappear into nothingness and never to return. And with that, you take that bucket of water, flush it down the toilet, flush it and throw the bucket back in the pantry. Your numb feet make their way back to the couch where you collapse. As a tear rolls down your cheek, you close your eyes and fall asleep. The next morning, to a quiet and peaceful morning, one that you have not experienced in a long time. Almost as if it's a new chapter of life, a fresh page ready to be inked. You can't help but smile. You feel your phone vibrate next on the couch. You pick it up and see you have a text from Donna. It reads, Hi, darling. So nice to meet you yesterday. Hope you're doing better today. Throw some dates at me so we can decide on a dinner date soon. Looking forward to it. Have a beautiful day, beautiful. You put your hand over your heart and smile. Beautiful things are ahead. Beautiful indeed. <laughs>